hands together. Come on. Features sisters Sonia and Lacanya sharing, laughing, and talking about life, love, relationships, and religion. Let's tune in. Oh, yeah, I got in. We here. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. It's welcome. so great. To be back in the number. Back number. One more time. One more time. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen again. Amen again. As we have previously stated before, we are sisters with a voice. Yes. My name is Lakanya. And I'm Saya. <laughs> and we, we are back. We are back. I know it's been a while, man. Like, Oh, wow. What's going on? Like, wow. So much going on. Delayed, you know? but not denied. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With our time. I mean, we just been ripping and running, doing stuff. Our mm-hmm. schedules just mm-hmm. didn't line up, you know, things ain't mm-hmm. line up to meet up and life happens, you know? Life happens. Yeah, but everything happens for a reason. And in that reason, what they said everything happens and the reason the season shout out to kirk and there's a there's a plan and a pain and a purpose there's a pain and a plan or something he says Mm -hmm. (laughs) everything happens for a reason i don't know some people don't like to even believe that like no we don't you know i know a lot of people get upset about that because that would include all the bad stuff too you know Mm. but it's like well what are we supposed to learn from these lessons. That's my whole thing. Like when stuff happens, I was like, what am I supposed to learn? So I won't have to go back through this again. Let me go ahead and figure this out now. Mm-hmm. You know? You're right. So we always try to avoid that bad, sad feeling of things happen. But if it's good, okay, yeah, this was happening for a reason. Yes, yeah, Lord. Would mm-hmm. you right? Soon as something bad happens, why me? Mm-hmm. Why, why not you? Why not you? Is what we... mm-hmm. And, you and know, I, that's deep. <laughs> I, and I always try to think of like, as far as like Jesus, like look what they did to him, and we over here complaining because we had a flat tire or you know, hmm. our head hurt. Oh Lord, they not nailed to the cross, mm-hmm. and we just got crossed. Get it? Like, mm-hmm. by somebody. Yeah, that's all yeah. we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this right here today. Thank you to our friends and family joining us. You about mm-hmm. to just, hey, learn something, kick back, relax, even laugh with us because you know we right. keep it real. Look, know, y'all about to hear, look, y'all going to hear our phone conversation because this is how we be. My kids always say, who are you talking to? Once they hear, oh, tree, okay, here they go. Mm-hmm. Here they go, turning everything to a song or whatever. <laughs> we just believe in enjoying life speaking mm-hmm. truth that's what I call trees truth trees <laughs> and seeing it from another point of view different perspective you know it's mm-hmm. good to see it from somebody else's perspective in life sometimes if you keep mm-hmm. looking at how you see things things will never right. change isn't that what you say trees I mean I need people to understand that you we can't know everything mm-hmm. like so why not talk to people? You can learn something just by listening sometimes. You ain't always got to say something. Right. You know, like I always tell my kids. You ain't got to always say something. Yeah. You think you little Jesus? You don't right. know everything. You're not perfect. So it's right. flaws. I know that's hard. Look, even for me, accepting other people's flaws because mm. I mess up. I heard somebody say that today on another podcast about grace. Mm. You know, God sends grace to us every day. Every We're day. not going to skip a day. Yeah, it's hard for us to extend that same grace to somebody else because mm. we mess up too. But as soon as they messed up, cancel culture. We done. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. This yeah. is, you know, but if we mess up, we want somebody to, oh no, give us another chance. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. Where's it's, that it's, grace it's, that we give, um, that we want people to have for us? Where's that grace for them? Mm. You know? And honestly, sometimes I feel like we give children more grace than we give adults. Because it's this yeah. thing as they old enough, they should know better. Right. You know? That is so um, not true, though. Age mm. does not equal wisdom. And I've, I've always said that was that's I think that was the biggest lesson I've learned in life because mm. there was I used to expect more from people because they are older and that's just simply not true. There are some old fools Ooh, who don't I follow the rules. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And some people know better, but sometimes knowing better ain't enough because some people will know better and still not do. Mm, mm, mm. You know, when you talk about old people know better, that reminds me of like, no offense, church ladies or just church mama, you know, like <laughs> those are people in church. <laughs> don't sit mm-hmm. in my chair, don't sit in my seat, mm-hmm. just cut the offering line. Like, I'm just thinking. Like, really? Yeah, no, because this, this, especially in our culture, there's this idea that you respect elders. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. But are elders supposed to respect the young? Ooh. because I've seen a lot of older people talk reckless to younger people and then they'll hide it behind the idea of well I'm older I'm the elder you know I can say whatever I want to say mm. wow and I, wonder I don't that's think that's okay I wonder does that stem from when you was a young child you can say what you want to say and mm-hmm. now that you older you just shooting fire right. no filter nothing mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm always taking it back to the young when you was young. I guess because I work with young children. So I'm always thinking in the minds of when you were young. Like, is this, why, this is why you act the way you act because mm-hmm. you didn't get, because you lacked when you was young. Like you lacked mm-hmm. this area or I don't know. I'm I just mean, that, that could be true. I think that could be true for some, for some people. You know, like, because, you know, this idea that children should be seen, not heard. So if they were growing up and they weren't allowed to speak freely, mm-hmm. then when they got to be adults then it was like well i'm gonna say whatever i want to say i'm gonna do whatever i want to do and it's mm-hmm. like uh, that can get you in trouble though yeah. you say to the right to the wrong person go ahead see what happens yeah i'm even <laughs> working with my own kids you know you just heard i'm trying to teach them yes be able to express yourself but watch what you're doing now because i'm still the parent you the child so i've and been so, trying okay, to teach so now, them okay so now what does that mean i'm the parent you the child what does that mean this don't come at me like you trying to tell me what to do. Like I'm you one of your little friends. <laughs> right. You don't pay for nothing up in here. So you still got to have that level of respect. So that's what I've been trying to teach you. When you come at me, kind of come with a question form. See, when you ask a question, if it's in a question <laughs> form type, you probably mm-hmm. won't get into too much trouble because you word it as a question. But when you come at me as a command, as a telling sentence with a period at the end, <laughs> then we got a problem. But you better put a question mark at the end <laughs> of that statement, okay? All right. And see, and, and, and therapeutically speaking, <laughs> um, I was always trained like to come from a stance of curiosity. You know, so mm. if you come to a person and say, well, help me understand or teach me how you see that or break it down for me. Help me get like how you're how you're getting that, you know, it's it makes the person less defensive. But now if we go to a person and say, I don't know why you think that da, 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 da. ain't that ain't right. Who told you that? You yeah, know, and it's yeah. like well, you could be getting the same information if you asked it differently, you know, preach is all how you ask mm-hmm. and it's all about your tone. Yeah, you know, I don't know how many times yeah. I said, watch your tone. I think I say that more to older children, younger, younger kids kind of whine more. But even adults, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. watch your tone. Like, who are you yeah. talking to? That gets that's right. like, who are you talking that's, to? Yeah. Who you think you're talking to? Yeah, that should be a question on the show. Who are you talking to? But in theory, thinking, who are you talking to? Right. Kind of remind yourself. Look, remind yourself, who are you talking to? Or, or, you know, even to go a little deeper, you don't know, like, the, the things that we say to people, how that could be triggering them to think about somebody else. Mm. So they're talking to you, but they're having a flashback about how, like, their mama used to talk to them or how their yeah. grandpa used to raise their voice at them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you don't, you don't never know. So, you know, this idea of what the Bible says about, you know, seasoning your speech mm. and and being courteous and kind, like, because you never know what people 
are going through. And I know people say that all the time, but it's like people don't take that into consideration. We exactly. don't consider people's feelings. And they always saying this young generation, this generation, but I think it's not just this generation that lack it. It's a generation probably before and maybe before that. It's mm-hmm. just all coming out because I heard somebody say it. I can't quote it, but our generation, which is my generation, well, maybe a little older, we have messed it up for the younger people. When they say that, they saying we have messed it up by not showing them more about the faith. The faith walk, like how we were raised, we done messed it up by letting them be so free to talk and be who they want to be and choose. We done messed it up by not letting them learn the old school way of doing things like writing, handwriting, stuff like that. Everything's technology. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we done messed up their whole lives because we gave too much to them. We just give it to them like a microwave society. They don't have to work for nothing like we worked. So I'm like, hmm. So it's almost mm-hmm. like that's why they feel like this generation lack empathy for other people. They don't care about other people. It's just me, 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 and me because we didn't really put it down their throat. No, it's not about just you. It's about your neighbor next door. It's about your team. It's about the community. It's about, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we haven't drilled that in. It's all about me and I got to make the high SAT, SAT score and I got to get this and I, I, but I, I got to have the latest stuff. But I wonder if that is because the generation before had to be so much about the community and each other people and family. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, and it's just so interesting with people, sometimes people will experience something and they'll want that experience for their, their children. Mm. And then there are some people who experience something and they're like, no, I never want my child to have to go through that or have to do that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be like some people wanting the opposite of what they had to do for their children. So if they were told everything should be about community and family and da da da. So now they might be telling their children, well, no, you need to be independent. You need to be able to take care of yourself and have self-care and do what you want. And you have a voice, you know? So I don't That's think there's true. a right or I don't think there's a right or wrong. I just think that it needs to be balanced. Yeah, I think so too. It kind of goes back to when we're dating. You know, there's been conversations among people. No, as a woman, you don't need no man to take care of you. You be independent. I had a conversation with mommy like a couple weeks ago. Like we were raised, well, I'm not saying we were raised like that, but most moms raise their daughters to be independent. You don't need no man, right? Now Mm -hmm, you got this mm -hmm. conversation Stop being so like masculine, right? You don't need a man. Yes, you do need a man to mm-hmm. do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you do need to pin on a man. So now it's like we got this younger generation of girls growing up. Do I need a man or do I not? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. I heard something about that the other day. Like, that. They call it the alpha female, like these women who are like working and um, you know, they're out with their friends and you know, they're taking trips and <laughs> You know, they got their own business or they're working nine to five. Like, and so it's like this idea, like they don't necessarily, you know, they're presenting as if they don't need a man. But that does not, that's not necessarily true that they don't want a man. It's just mm. that they've had to do everything for themselves and be independent because they don't have a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just amazing, isn't it? Because it's almost like you, well, can they be independent, right? But yet, which, you which still need to be domestic. Right. right. But yet, you right. still need to be able to let them gender roles. Mm-hmm. Where it's almost like the woman is supposed to take care of the home. Because people throw that Bible back up in there. A woman in her home. The Bible say Hebrew. The Bible say Hebrew. <laughs> Hebrew. <laughs> well, you know, cook and clean. It's almost like if you can't cook and clean, you're not good enough. If you a girl and like me have daughters, you can't do their hair, can't braid. If you can't fry chicken, if you can't throw down, if it's almost like if you can't do those things, it almost make you feel like unworthy. But then you feel unworthy too if you out there making your money and getting your own stuff too and so it's almost so it kind of questions you as a woman too. Well, when do we supposed to feel worthy? Mm. Yeah, well, that's a whole nother and, and 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 the answer is when we find it for ourselves and stop looking for it from other people. Because what I ain't gonna mm. do is try to do a whole bunch of stuff to please somebody else. And my my thing mm. again, there is no right or wrong. 
but I just may not be the one for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's how I tell people from the very beginning. Now, if you want somebody that's going to be cooking and cleaning and, and doing all that stuff, <laughs> I, I cook and I clean, but that's not like, I don't get any kind of joy from that. Now, there are, some women, there are some women who love that kind of stuff. It's passionate. It's passionate. Yeah. They love cooking. They love, you know, vacuuming. Okay. Well, good for you. But if that's what you're looking for in a mate, if that's that's what satisfies your soul, go ahead. But that ain't me. I'm going to have a conversation with you. I'm going to be your companion. I'm going to be your helpmate in all kind of other ways. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know why people try to put everybody in a bubble. Some right. men and women like different things. A man, some men like a woman who's independent can run her. Okay, you go ahead. I'll support you. Some men rather than ladies be a good cook and cleaner, they handle on the bill. Okay, whatever. But I think you, like you said, if you just find a person that fit your needs and compliments right. you, but right. this thing about you know you I gotta, gotta have be a this. woman you that's gotta bless me with seven kids because she got the hips and all. What the childbearing mm-hmm. hips and all? And I'm mm-hmm. like, Lord, no. when we had some, this stuff, look, some men got childbearing hips. Listen, well, we ain't gonna throw names, but that want to keep having multiple kids. I know, <laughs> right. I'm like, he ain't, he ain't even got no childbearing hips. He just, I don't know, he just out here in these streets. That's but, a whole um, nother, speaking. That's a whole nother, no, that really like, is. Now, we should do a podcast on him, because well, I don't know. Well, I mean. He happy, got some. Happy belated, sorry, Father's Day, because we speaking of happy no, kids. Since we talking about kids. And Juneteenth. Happy belated Father's Day to the, to the people who are actively um, oh, helping Lord. with their children, because. Cause I had a conversation about that the other day with um one of my groups. I was like, "So, what's the difference between a father and a dad?" Because mm. you know one is biological and one is emotionally involved. Like, so some of y'all just sperm donors, but that's a whole nother topic oh, for a whole nother day. Father Jesus, but uh, the woman too, the woman too. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, we... there, there are some women who just love having children. And but they ain't necessarily raising them. And I can right. speak from an educator point on that. But right. that's a whole nother podcast. Because everybody who birthed out a child don't raise them or take care of them. They just pop them out like mm-hmm. they pop the pills. Mm-hmm. And they expect, they expect educators to raise them. I'm going to just go ahead and mm-hmm. put it out there. And that yeah. is not part of the curriculum standard or on the lesson plan. Amen. But that's a mm-hmm. whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm. That is. I'm going to have haters after that one. We do know. No, we need to do a podcast on motherhood and fatherhood because I feel and then we're going to go back. But I feel <laughs> that if you got to take a test to drive, hmm. you got to have a license to go fishing. Hmm. But you ain't got to have a license to be a parent. You ain't got to take a test to provide? Hmm. Um, and that's exactly why people be outside with their babies one week old. Because they don't know no better. But I digress. Because I ain't got no kids. And you know, some people going to say they can't listen to me because I ain't got no kids. I disagree with that. People always say that too. Or you can't like help people if you didn't go through the drug problem. Or you can't help mm-hmm. an alcoholic because you're alcoholic. I just dismiss that belief. Or mm-hmm. a young person who just got married can't help nobody who's been married 20-something years. Why not? Maybe they can like, see something different because they exactly. just got married. Exactly. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know me, I'm a rocket, you matter. Everybody has some kind of input. I don't care where you at in life. Your life matters. You got something to say. You mm-hmm. may can't help me fully but being married for a while, but you, you got something to bring to the table. Just like dating, mm-hmm. like you're dating. I ain't dating a long time, so I'm like, I don't know what's out here. Like, what? But it's different. Mm-hmm. You know right. So, just trying to learn different perspective. And then, you know what? They do a lot of that in the educational field. If you're a newbie coming out, first year teaching, oh, they feel like you don't know nothing because you're coming straight from college life to a classroom. But I guarantee you, they don't learn some new things on how to teach. I'm going to go down the hall and be like, hey, what you learn over there? Okay, let's show me that. Because mm-hmm. it's new yeah. technology stuff. Just right. like a veteran teacher. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I feel like you can learn something from everybody, even in relationships, right? You know, some people don't think that that age gap, an older man with a younger woman, or like all the cougars, right? The yeah. <laughs> older woman, young man. I don't so, know. It is, it's cougar when a woman does it. I wonder, what's it, what's it called when a man does it? Um, I don't know. 
know. It's almost looked negatively the more to me well, when, when I met when a when, woman does that. Oh uh, well, maybe so. When a woman is older, I think. Well, I guess I it depends on the age gap because I've been hearing a lot like a man's like forty eight and he dating somebody that's twenty two. They like no 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 that's too young. Almost like what y'all gonna have in common? She like just finished college. being twenty one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I guess this depends on how far the gap is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? How far is the gap? That's another one. Oh, we gotta do that one. How far, how far is, the is the gap? And the, yeah. and like not just age wise, but like because <laughs> emotionally, like Ooh, the maturity, emotional gap? E- maturity wise, like yeah. how big is the gap? Because my thing is, there are some very mature. Um, you know, 20 year olds, you know, and there's some very immature 40 year olds, you know what I mean? Mm. But speaking of that gap, too, I thought about, and I just want to send my condolences to all those children lives that were lost in Texas. But they were saying because all these mass shootings we've been dealing with, the maturity level of those young people that's teens, you know, 18, oh. mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. people that's doing this most of the time are young people where. Their minds not even developed. Yeah, they're not even yeah. thinking beyond what they're doing at that moment. And that's yeah. most like teenagers, young people. You just trying to get that high and feel off that moment. You're not thinking about the effects you're gonna have later on. Right. You right. know, that's most yeah. of the time what I feel. I feel like I be talking about with my child here. But the effects mm-hmm. of the decisions you made today. Right. I think that's a mature level too. So even when you go into relationships. Oh, I guess too. You can deal with it too when y'all both the same age, but your mature level. One person may be thinking about the decisions that may affect them ten years from now. You just wanna go shopping now because right now is the now, and you have you only right. have one day to live your life and yeah, YOLO. Yeah, thank you, YOLO. Yeah, so... and that's not true because you can be born again, amen. Yeah, so that's a good thing too to think about. The maturity level of where we are in life as far as our emotional development, our mental mm-hmm. development, that kind of triggers our decisions we make in life and how we react to things and don't react to things. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like, because, like if I see somebody <laughs> and like they, they instantly get mad about stuff or like, um, you know, like that to me, that's a sign like, uh, mm. I don't want to be around people like that, that you reacting that quickly to every little thing, every little thing make you mad. Mm-mm. You need oh. to get that. You need to check that out. Like, I, that's so that, too drama for me. Yeah. So that's like the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. See, some people right. may say Will Smith reacted too fast. And like you said, that's, mm. and Chris Rock, some people may say he didn't do enough, but maybe maturely he was thinking beyond that night, like what he got right. on his plate, his career. See, see what I'm saying? So it's almost mm-hmm. like, when you don't react, people say you ain't well man enough. Mm-hmm. But oh, then yeah, when you do react, that. man, you messed up. So it's almost like this balance thing, like, well, well who? And see, and what that's why that goes back to the idea of not trying to please people. Because at the end of the day, you got to be able to sleep at night. So you mm. need to make the decision that you feel is okay for you to be doing. I'm not going to do it based on, I mean, and that's why I know it might sound weird for me to say this, but that's why I don't necessarily ask a lot of people for their opinion. Mm, Because their opinion is going to be based on their beliefs, you know, their values, their mama. Their experiences. Yeah. So it's like, uh, depending on what it is, you know, then I ask the opinion, but like, mm, like, of like, of like what I'm aware. I ain't about to ask somebody else. (laughs) I mean, that's good though because a lot of people like put their two cents other people like relationships or girl, please, I would have been gone or man, why are you staying with him or her? But at the end of the day, like you said, you the one who got to sleep at night and right. I, anybody in the relationship knowing enough is enough when they're going to stay, when they're going to leave. So who is you to put two cents in somebody else's stuff? Like how we talk about Chloe Kardashian and Tristan. And I'm just saying, Will Smith, mm-hmm. like man, sweep around your own front door. Where about yep. you and yours and let them people do what they want to do. If they want to stay together, they stay together. They, don't, they ain't got nothing to do with your house, your rent, your mortgage, your pay. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you do whatever. So that's when people be asking, what you think about? I don't have nothing to think about. <laughs> they going to do what they want to do. 
Right. It is what it is. You know what I mean? I ain't in that situation. You know, right? And, and truly, a lot of times we don't know the whole story. Yep. Because people right. only tell you what they want to share, and then you get upset or getting worked up, and it's like that ain't even the whole story. You don't even know like the pillow talk that was happening. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Know. You know what the phone calls was like. You know, so it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. You probably deal with this a lot in your sessions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just and that's like, some people get mad because they'd be like, "Tell what should I do? I can't tell you what to do." Because if I was you, I wouldn't even be in this. But you know, I don't say that. But that's well, I know. <laughs> but speaking of that, that does have us thinking about time, right? Because you know, summertime, small spurs, there's summers. I love summertime, and mm. it makes me think about how we're gonna spend our time, how we're going to prioritize our time, how we're gonna effectively use our time you know and don't waste time don't waste with people, time with people places or things that ain't really meant for us did you just say that love, now <laughs> yes people place or things because people will waste time sitting there waiting hoping wishing and praying for something to happen you ain't even supposed to be there you ain't supposed to be with that person trying to hope and pray and wish something to happen no god oh. ain't tell you to be there you know I'm what? Good. People be sitting there waiting on somebody to do right. For what? For why? And for who? You know, hmm. so we need to emphasize family, friends. Today, choose ye today. How will you use <laughs> your time? That could be a sermon. We go into the summertime. This may be a great time to reevaluate yourself and just mm. look and go, you know what? From this mm. day forward, how will I use my time? wisely mentally spiritually emotionally financially mm-hmm. yeah. what am i gonna do with my time because like i just told my kids this morning time is something you cannot get back you can't i don't care how hard you try so mm-hmm. with all these mass shootings going on and people doing things out of order and all this what are you gonna do with the time that you have on earth now what yep. legacy are you gonna leave or what I don't mm-hmm. think people think about that. What am I going to leave? Or what would I want people to say if I die at my funeral? Oh, she lived that life? Yeah. Mm. Like, What is living? <laughs> what is living? So Are you living or just, ex- or just existing? You know? Because some you, people just, yeah, yeah day true. by day, just going through the same routine. And it's like, well, what are you, how are you leaving an impression? How are you helping other people? Because that's what really matters. It ain't the money. It is yeah. not about money. It is not about the, you know, how are you helping other people? What in lasting impression are you leaving on people? Do people say your name and think of kindness? Mm. Or do they think, oh, that's a firm, stern person? Oh, that's an ugly person. Mean. Right. All they do is talk about themselves and think about what they need. Mm. And I don't think nobody really wants that to be after the name, but then you got that attitude back to I don't care. I don't care what you think because it's the land of the free and home of the brave. I can do what I want to do, freedom of speech. You know, <laughs> I don't have to work to live. I live to work. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just too much of like, I don't know. It's too much commotion to the point you wasting, to me, you wasting time. And I mm-hmm. guess I feel that way because, you know, growing up in our family, a lot of people have passed away. So I see time very differently than other people. I try to seize the moment because right. any given day, like I tell my kids, when you wake up, you thank God you have another day because you're not guaranteed another hour, another minute, another second. I think when people start thinking that way, it'll prioritize their life. <laughs> you'll just move in a different direction. But when you don't think like that, you think, oh, I'm going to be here next year. I'm going to be here tomorrow. I ain't got to do that day. I got tomorrow. I got. Right. I ain't got to say I'm sorry for what? They're going to mm. be here tomorrow. Whatever. They ain't going nowhere. So, <laughs> mm. What are we doing? Sure. I ain't got to forgive them. Whatever. Doing the most? Yeah, you know, doing the very least. like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't have to forgive. Or I don't have to change my ways. I don't have to. I don't know. It's just amazing. So, again, hopefully people just start changing the way they see life. Because as we see every day, I'm tired. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for you. But I'm tired of turning on TV and seeing killings. I'm right. tired of mass shootings. 
Yep. I'm just surprised at the point as an educator, we got to go into this classroom not thinking about how we're going to teach today. We got to think about how we're going to stay safe today. Isn't that amazing? I never mm-hmm. thought I would be at that point where we got to think now. Every day when I go in this classroom, I pray up, Lord, not only keep me to teach, keep me safe today. And it's so sad yep. that we are at that point now. But again, we just had the killing of the kids in Texas, which is sad. I know kids probably are dying everywhere. It just don't get publicized. Right. You know, yeah. over things that are crazy. But what are we doing with our time? Right now, they arguing about gun control. They wasting time. We already mm-hmm. know what to do. People don't want to do it. Like Nike, just do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know why? Because people don't value lives. Just like you were talking about, like, what are we going to do with our life and our time and valuing it, looking at life differently? People don't value life. And is that because how we were raised? I mean, when I think back, I was just telling you earlier, in high school, college, I can't remember when I did it, but I used to pick up, God rest this booker, and take her home, break her back. Like, think about other people. Just doing for other people, having that kindness, you know, trying to teach people. And I tell my girls all the time, even other people I work with, I don't wake up to be served. I wake up to serve. Who am I going to help today? Who am I going to bless today? I don't wake up waking, waiting for somebody to do something for me today. Mm. No, I wake up to see what can I do for somebody else today? You know, I was teaching them, you should wake up and go, hey, mommy. Anything you need me to do today for you? How many times mm. do we do that? Oh, you come mm. saying, Mommy, I need you to. <laughs> you know, sometimes I will give them that. They will check on me. They'll say, Mommy, you okay today? Thank you. Thank you for asking. Because you can be with somebody for years or be in a friendship with somebody years. They never took the time to ask, Are you okay? Mm-hmm. For example, you know, our daddy passed. I just posted. 25 years, mm-hmm. I can't believe it, right? But I'm going to tell you this, out of 25 years, I can tell you how many people have asked me, like, in a year or two, whatever, are you okay this year? Hmm. They never thought to ask about that. Mm. Mm. I'm just saying. I'm not mad. I'm just thinking, wow. Well, I, mean, I, I think, you know, people, you know, with stuff like that, though, people, um, when it's not hitting them personally, they forget. Because mm. I've seen people ask about people, uh, oh, so how so and so? And the person like that person died like three years ago. Like, you know, so sometimes people yeah. just forget because it's not their own personal thing. So like I don't I don't take it personal. People, you know. Yeah, um, and, and some so, people might think it's a trigger, so they don't want to ask. They still right. gonna stir up something, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. everybody handle grief differently. So right. I mean, yeah, to each his own. Okay, okay. See how but we be transparent. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the thing is, it's just as much on on the other person for them to articulate. Well, I want people to ask about it, or mm-hmm. I don't want people to ask about it. You know That's what I mean? A because good point. Uh, how would people know? How would somebody know that you even <clears throat> want to talk about it if you mm-hmm. don't say it? So open your mouth and say something. <laughs> you see some say something, so. but yeah, like they, they might think like, oh, you just don't want to talk about it anymore. You know, it's been twenty five years. And I have thought about that too. As I was posting that, I was like, you know what? Wow, it's been that long. But wow, so it's almost like not something necessarily closing a chapter on it, but it is getting closer to like, okay. But is there a time for you to never grieve? Like, can you say twenty five, thirty years, you shouldn't talk about it no more? I don't, I don't think there's a timeline or anything. Mm-hmm. And especially when people would be like, oh, you should be over by now. It's just like, well, the math ain't even mathing. <laughs> like if somebody, like somebody um, passed away and you knew that person for 15 years and you're telling me in three months I should be okay. That don't, I, the, yeah, the math that don't ain't mathing. Sense. But it right. don't make sense for, for somebody to tell them, it's been a year or two, you okay to grieve. But if it's been 25, 30 years, you should be over it. I still don't think that's right either. Right. Because yeah, you don't know the history of that relationship. Right. right. Mm, yep. Goes back to relationship. <laughs> and when we talk about time, you know, everybody says, are you building relationships? Are you building relationships? Are you fostering your relationship? 
Do you call people? Do you talk? Do you text? Do you check up on people? So time to me equals relationships, don't it? Investment. Hmm. What Same are you thing? investing your time in? Are you investing in building relationships? Because are you investing in watching TV? You know, some people <laughs> don't invest I time mean, in people. They invest time in their hobbies. Because from an educator point of view, that's one thing they train us to do. Not just teach. Build relationships. Because we only got 180 days to build. <laughs> Not only <laughs> information in a brain, but relationships. But they saying build relationships with the children or the parents? Both. Mm, and that's a whole nother. Because how many years, it ta- how long does it take us to build relationships? Just thinking, period. So it's almost unrealistically an expectation that may can't be met because mm-hmm. you're asking us to build something 180 days when it takes years sometimes to build. Hmm, let's think, marriages? That don't get built in 180 days. Sometimes that's built over 30 years. Who knows? I'm just saying. A parent relationship? Mm-hmm. That takes time. Like, tea time. And people don't ever want to talk about time, but time, I think, is more of a core thing that's in a lot of different things in our lives. And we don't ever want to talk about it or work on it. Because it takes time. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time to process everything in life. When you learn something new, death, when you're building a friendship, when you learn a new job, a new skill, time. Mm. That's why I said it's good that we're doing this podcast talking about time. What you going to do with your time? How you even going to build on it? Or what? I don't know. Time. So that's why in my class, I really want to put this sign around the clock. Time to be kind. Like kind of throw out the positiveness. But how will mm. you use your time today? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when we wake up, don't we have an agenda? Some people do. You know, I'm going to do this, do. This, this, this. And as soon as it gets thrown off, as I tell my kids, here come that lemon. And okay, now you got to make lemonade. Now you can sit on it, squeeze on it for 24 hours if you want to. Okay, that's fine. But how long are you going to sit there and let it just keep getting squeezed? Don't you got to move on to a new one? Mm-hmm. Well, move on. Because another lemon's about to come probably in a, like a tennis ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to come your way. So how you going to... It's always going to be something. It's always going to be something. But I guess I'm just tired of the same somethings. Like, I'm tired of the mass shootings. I'm kind of done with that. We shouldn't have any more of these same somethings. You know, we shouldn't That's have any more of the racial go, things going on. Go to these different countries <laughs> where they have well, just- <laughs> one, you know, they had one mass shooting back in 99 or something. You know, it's just like, let me go ahead and move. Let me go ahead and relocate to a different country because Earth is ghetto. You know, I want to move. But, um, you know, some people don't like talking about it. They feel like we don't talk about mass shootings and we don't talk about the racial state and we don't talk about it'll get pushed under the rug. Almost like relationships. If we don't talk about we have communication problems, if we don't talk about the infidelity, if we don't talk about the money problems, if we don't, it's just going to get pushed. Push where? That dirt going to build up right on under that carpet. It's still there. Correct. You know, we don't talk about our kids being bad in school. If we don't, sometimes you just got to have uncomfortable conversations. I can't remember the man who did it, but shout out to him. And you have to deal with it because time is going to, it's going to come up. Like, And that's why, you know, I always say that if we don't talk about things, okay, we ain't got to talk about it, but it's going to come back up because it never, it hasn't been resolved. That issue is coming back up. It's going to come back around again. I'm coming out. Yeah. Sound like that. (laughs) And that the mass shootings has come around what like once every month? Too many times. I think that's at the core of my heart because I guess it's hitting more home now because it's right. in an environment where I work at. Like you said, it don't hit you until it gets close to you. Almost like COVID. People out here in these streets playing games. Mm-hmm. Soon as it hits your family, then you want to mask up. But all this time, no mask, no mask. Okay. Like mm-hmm. I said, you ain't, you can don't wear the mask. I don't care what you do, but don't come condemning me because I'm walking around with my mask on. Don't right. make me feel bad. Let me do what I do. Like you said, you do what you do. I do what I do. Mm-hmm. And that's still a problem to this day. Why you got your mask on? Why you don't? You want me to question you? <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Almost like us blown up. We small ladies, right? You know, they would question, well, not really question us, but, you know. Have something Why, to say. why are you not eating that? Why are you eating that? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't come for me unless I send for you. Don't question <laughs> me. Like I tell my kids, don't throw it out if you're not ready to dish it back. Right. Oh, how you so skinny? How you, and I, what if I say, oh, how you so big? Right, right. Yeah, then, I, then I'll be the rude one. So, like, it's rude for me to ask about your weight, but it ain't rude for you to ask me about my weight just because I'm smaller. Right. No, People it's commenting, still rude. You know, you just skinny mama or whatever. But if I say you big, then if I say fat mama, then you then I'm then I'm wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's a whole other podcast. Don't. <laughs> it's almost like just watch what you say. Right. Right. Watch your tone. And use your time wisely. Don't waste your time worrying about me, my weight, and my image. Focus <laughs> on yours, okay? Because yep. I didn't come mm-hmm. to you with the problem, right? So don't comment about it. Worry about yourself. <laughs> and they say, worry about yourself. Use your time wisely and worry about you. What you going to do about your image and your mental and your... Mm-hmm. Trace, this time thing? You not start a revolution with me. I think that's gonna be my theme this year for school. I already said mine is gonna be about be a sharp bunch using your pencils. We gonna write a lot this year because that's been a big thing too with writing. The kids are losing it because they tapping, they texting. It. They ain't using it. It's like math. They ain't using it. They losing it. Yep. If you like communication, if you don't use it, you lose it. So. Sure. Um, that's why all people all they do now is text because they don't know how to have a conversation. So just like your therapy sessions, people don't want to come talk. They don't want to use that skill. Mm-mm. So it's losing in relationships. Yep. And it's being lost in friendships. And it's yep. being lost in co-working relationships. Team play. You can't even work as a team because we ain't talking about it. Yep. And everybody trying to avoid conflict instead of learning how to deal with it. So that's a good thing to be doing in your time, right? And they were saying, book a therapy session. <laughs> it's become the trend people will say that but people ain't doing it mm. people don't want to work on themselves mm. so what they want to work what they want to work on they want other people to change mm. so they got the problem <clears throat> we all got problems <laughs> you know I bet your sessions be deep just like my class will be deep Every day is a different day. You know, you wake up, you like, you know, what's going to happen today? Like today, what's today? Okay. Day before summertime. We about to hit summertime. Okay. People probably out traveling. I know people going to be traveling. Mm-hmm. Using your time. Before you know, we're going to be back at Christmas. And then you're going to look back. What did I do with my time? Oh, as I tell my kids, you got 24 hours in a day. I was telling that. You can't give God to. <laughs> so um yeah or even your relationship you can't give your partner or your spouse two hours of your time mm-hmm. you know you too busy I'm just saying over friendship you too busy to go hang out with your friend mm-hmm. yep. you too busy my, to go see your mama like, I'm just people make time for what they want to make time for and that's why it's good to sit back sometimes and just see how people do. Then you'll see what their priorities are, what they invest their time in. Yeah. So if they invest their time in their business, if they invest their time, you know, in their car, cleaning their car, they clean their car every every other day, they clean their car. <laughs> you'll see what, what's their priorities. And I'm working on my time too. So when I'm talking to y'all, family, friends, I'm working on my time too, trying to use my time wisely. Okay? Because again... Me ripping and running, doing stuff too. That's why you here for me because of my time. Look, <laughs> I'm doing this, I'm doing that. So yep. I'm working on it too. And that, as much better. as we love doing this podcast, there are other things that are more priority. Period. Well, is that unfortunately, or that's okay? Like, and it's okay. I'm gonna say it's okay. Yeah. Because uh... <laughs> where we at in life, this is what's happening, and I mm-hmm. guess it's good that we can accept that. Cause that's hard for people to accept the things that's happening around them right now at the point of their life where they at now. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's the same things, you know, I'm just saying like, you know how you hear the story about older ladies, old men who's not married at this time. They're point in life or they don't have kids or they're not in the career they're supposed to be in or 
Mm-hmm. Why is that I happening think, at this time? I think it's so important to be content. I think sometimes mm-hmm. that's why we can't move forward because we're not content with where we at. But we want to go somewhere else. Well, if you ain't happy where you at, why would God move you somewhere else? Mm-hmm. You need to go ahead and be happy where you at right now. Appreciate the moments that you have because um, people... <laughs> Seize the moment. <laughs> you keep asking God for a big old house, but you're not right. asking God for the little house you got. Exactly. You just want more. You just want more. Are you happy with what you have? Mm. You know, I, I think about that Some people too. are never happy, and that's the problem. They ain't never happy. You can't even financially budget the income you own now, but you want this mm. huge income. Mm. Hmm. I'm just saying. Those are conversations I be having too. God has blessed you with all these experiences, all these opportunities, and you can't even take time to worship? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I say this all times. Quickly, God gives, God takes. And so that's why I'm never, ever, ever, ever big on titles or you the head. Or the, no, because tomorrow you can be somebody else, which is still being respected. You just may not be in that title. So I don't ever mm-hmm. get stuck on titles. I'm right. not a title person. Mm-hmm. Never have, never will be a title person. Because I know how quickly that can come and go. As mm-hmm. you see, not trying to use Will Smith as an example, but the title that he was going to get that night, hmm, he didn't get that. I mean, he still got it, but well, it, it, it hit different. It probably right. wasn't even, you know, it, it wasn't the same. It's not the <laughs> same. Because just like, for example, a pastor, preacher who's like, Doing the great things of God. As soon as they mess up with something, that title gone. Mm-hmm. The cancel culture, as they call it, right? Yep. <laughs> the person. It's almost mm-hmm. like you got to really walk on thin ice. Well, as they say, much given, well, much required. No, but... If you just live right and do what um, mm. the Bible says to do, you ain't got to walk on thin ice. You just do what you do. So speaking of that, I guess it's a good way to end our time segment on <laughs> how we gonna use our time, mm. family, friends, appropriately. And I guess educationally speaking, because we all about to hit the summertime officially on the calendar. But I think everybody out of school now. But educationally, we always say use that summertime to read, read, read. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Work on the math skills, of course, from kids' point. They're like, uh-uh, we done. We're taking a break. And I do agree. I do agree during the time. Educationally, you do need a break. You do need a break from it, you know. But I do feel educationally, when we start kicking it back up in school, I would encourage all our parents, because that's what you are when you have those kids. Mm-hmm. You are a parent. Educationally, invest some time in their, like, education. And when mm-hmm. I say that, I'm not just saying just academically, like socially, ask how their day was. What are they learning? Um, spend some time reading with them, working on stuff, get mm-hmm. involved. It don't have to just be PTA. You know, you can shoot the teacher a message. How my child doing now? Because I know this so-and-so. Check the... Well, you know, we have technology now. We can check the grades. Back in the day, you know, our mamas, they believe what we say in a report card, but now it's a press of a button. Mm-hmm. you know check on them see how they doing because children if you're not invested and spend time with them educationally they're not going to put that as a forefront they're not going to see that as important I've heard and I've seen children that said my parents don't care about me no education so I don't care mm-hmm. and then you just have this ripple effect right 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 now you see what's happening in society so educationally speaking I just say spend a little bit more time in the books, in a book, in a notebook. I don't know, on an education app. You know, this summer, make it fun. That's why I used to do my kids. Play an educational app for about 30 minutes or so, then get on the fun stuff. Because you're mm-hmm. teaching them education is important. Education is important. You need the knowledge. And I always tell children, what I'm pouring into you, what somebody's teaching you is knowledge. It's going into your brain. Nobody can ever take that out. It's in there forever. So mm. why not get it? Mm-hmm. That's yours. And that's going to take you so far in life. So when somebody calls you stupid and dumb, you already know I'm not stupid and dumb. I got education. I got knowledge in my brain. You can't take that out of me. They can mm-hmm. take all these other things from you, but that's one thing they can't take from you is your knowledge. 
bank on that. That's how I get the kids to see education in that perspective. And you, sometimes you can't wait on mommy and daddy to give it to you. You go get yours. As they say, go get yours. Go get your blessing. Go get it. Wake mm-hmm. up, come in this classroom, get it. You're going to leave here with, with more than what you came in with. Mm. every day so as parents we need to invest in it thrive in it you know you go hard for your kids if they trying to get a scholarship for football basketball go hard for them in them books mm. you know that's good. That's good. go hard for them get some school supplies show them that it's important to have a pencil <laughs> a notebook don't just depend on educators to buy all this stuff I don't know why mm. they think we rich mm. or the school system is going to provide I'm sorry but Invest. If you show kids educationally that you're spending time investing in their education, it will reap benefits beyond beyond measures. Mm. Testimony on that one. And I'm going to give a shout out to this kindergarten. I promise you, back in the day, I'm going to tell you, truth be told, kindergarten, <laughs> I was so frustrated. I was, that's why I understand what it's like to so have to read books at night because <laughs> you're working, you're tired, and then you got to read for the reading law. And I remember... <laughs> Sierra's kindergarten teacher. I go shout out. But I was just so tired. I was just ready to take that away. And she told me in the conference, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't take that away. If you're going to take something else, don't take that book. Don't take them books. Don't take that reading time. That's what she's saying. Push mm-hmm. it. Push it. Push it. Because she's like, I promise you it's going to reap benefits. And I see it reaping still to this day. Mm. But so I didn't stop, y'all. I was going to quit. I'm like, Y'all ready to go to bed? I used to fall asleep <laughs> reading them books with that girl, signed off on the things. But now I'm so glad I pushed. I pushed through. So I'm just asking all parents push a little harder this season. Look, educationally, use your time to push your push yourself, but push them kids a little more in these into the books. Mm. Not just te- well technology too, but just educationally speaking, it will reap benefits. It will reap benefits. That's all I can really say. In ways you can't even imagine. Opportunities, investments, you know, to the mm-hmm. point where your children will end up taking care of you and you mm-hmm. won't be end up taking care of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my educational seed on time. Amen. <laughs> What's yours? Well, my, I'm going to keep it black, but I'm going to keep it brief. Like that B&B. Therapeutically speaking, it's just that I would like for people to prioritize their time. I think so often we get overwhelmed because we're trying to do too much. We're doing too much yet and doing the very least. If we prioritize, we would eliminate this idea of being overwhelmed and anxiety. And I know there are some people like they get so overwhelmed and so anxious about stuff that they just end up not doing anything that's on their list, you know, but if we prioritize and say, well, this is most important. I need to get this done. I need to focus my time on this. Instead of trying to do all these little things, mm -mm. focus Mm -hmm. on your priorities, figure out what your priorities are. And maybe you need to sit down first and do that. Like, what are my priorities? How can I manage my time better if I don't want to know what's most important to me? So I just encourage you to figure that out have a self-inventory, do some self-reflection yeah. mm. and figure out, well, what's important to me so I can pri- pri- prioritize my time mm-hmm. and um, manage my time more wisely. That's what I'm working on. I'm trying to do more better with time management because I tend to be tardy to the party <laughs> every occasion. <laughs> and if somebody yeah. asks me how long does it take for me to get ready, I can't tell you. So I need to work on that. <laughs> um, you do right. You doing good. Look, it's all right. Well, you try. That's good. That's good timing. Like, that's good info on time. Choose you today, as they say. How will I use my time today? You can even wake up thinking. Well, I don't know. If people wake up thinking about that, but you know, like people say, they want to be productive with their time. They only got twenty four hours to get it in. Mm-hmm. And what are we gonna do today? Like I always tell the kids before they spit out something. Which okay, now what you about to say is this about to hurt somebody or this about to help them? Which way we about to go with it? I stop kids before you even say something to me. I want you to think how you about to use your time right now. 
you about to hurt someone or you about to um help someone because hmm. i don't i that's my thing maxine waters right we're gonna reclaim my time don't waste my time <laughs> you know don't waste reclaim my time, my time. we reclaim gotta reclaim my time. time so i'm hoping praying that all our listeners reclaim their time <laughs> use their time wisely Mm-hmm. Until the next time, <laughs> we all come right. back. <laughs> all right, all right. hearts so, and minds are clear. Yeah, as we say in the church, <laughs> y'all be blessed. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Until the next time, peace. Hallelujah, holla back. Thank you for listening to Sisters with a Voice podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handles are in the bio. Thank you kindly. Good evening and good night. Peace out. We digress. Amen. It is so. Summertime. Definition of summer madness.